Okay, so uh, so first of all, first of all, this morning's learning and breakfast is being uh, two sponsors being co-sponsored. First of all, by uh, Avi by Avi Luri with Nishmas, his father, David Chaim Ben Yisrael Doiv Hakain, who's yard today, today. Shoshef and Aliyah. You know, I mentioned on Shal Shudas that Avi, you're a great guy, you're a special guy, but it wasn't recorded, so now it's officially recorded, so everyone should know. Avi's a special guy. Um, that's number one. <laughs> and number two is also the Lili Nishmas, Zeich Nishmas, Yudashil's grandmother. Uh, the name is Malki Yehudas Bas Pinchas Elio. The Shoshan Aliyah, the family Shav and Achama. And we shall be Zeichah to only hear Basuras Taivas, the VS Gold Sadak. Okay, so again, we're continuing on with our uh, discussion of the Erev Rav, the Sugi of this uh, final goals of the Erev Rav. So, uh, you know, it's all about Shkacha Pratis, about how, how, how everything lays out. You know, obviously we started this during Shavim, but, uh, I mean, honestly, we started a little bit a couple weeks into Shavim, so things are you know, a little bit uh, off a little bit, and then we're continuing sort of closer to, to Purim. But the truth is, this is Mamish, it's a very, it's a very, very big Purim sugya. Because, again, as we've established over the course of the past number of weeks, when you get down to the kishkas of it, the side of... Shmir Sinaim and Shmir Sabris, which is part of a bigger context of the Tum of the Klip of the Gullus of the Erev Rav, is really fundamentally about life. It's about life. That, that aspect of Avodah Hashem, that aspect of the Neshama, that's called Chaim, that's called being alive. And the Klip of the Erev Rav, which Pagam Habris is certainly a part of that, but the general Klip of the Erev Rav is to fight against, as we've been talking about, to fight against a Yid and bring, bring us to a place that we're alive and we're not really alive. And that's the struggle, to be alive or not to be alive. And that's Mamash Purim. That's Mamash Purim. Right? The, Haman, Haman was trying to bring death to the Jewish people, <laughs> to bring us all down to death. And so Purim, which is, which is us overcoming Haman, right, and our ability to uh, come back to life, to return to life over death, so obviously, all the inyanim that we're going to be that we have been talking about, we'll continue to talk about, is all going to be related to Purim. So we have to think of this in the context of Purim. <clears throat> that's number one, and that's why even uh, okay, as Hashem, even this week we'll see another nakuda about Purim. That's just point number one I want to make. So we should just like so this so we should just in other words, what I'm trying to say is that instead of feeling that this discussion is like disjointed and last week is one topic, another topic, if you if you think of it in a Purim dika mindset. It's a way of, of tying it all together, okay? So you shouldn't get lost in the details. Like, it's all, all these in that we're going to be talking about, all the different mitas, as we've been talking about, that identify and are the markers of being, a, being spiritually alive, they're all going to be related to Purim. So if you have a, if you have a good Purim, it means, you know, that, that, that's the uh, fight against the Erevrav. And that's point number one. And point number two, just again, to, to, to make sure that we keep all the details you know, uh, in, in, a, in, a, in a tight, you know, knit form, we shouldn't get lost, is that just to keep, always to keep in mind what I mentioned, what we learned uh, some time ago, that the Rabbani Shalom sent down five specific neshamas to help us in that fight against the Erev Rav, to be able to bring us into a Yiddishkeit that's called alive. We talked about this, that's Maisha, Roshim Reichai, Darizal, Baal Shem, Rabbi Nachman. So, so, again, also just as a general... Mahalach, as a general Mahalach, the more we could connect ourselves to Pnimis Torah, the deeper side of Torah, to that part of Yiddish, to that part of Torah which enlivens mitzvahs, which enlivens our learning, which is the, the soul of Torah, then the more automatically all the particular avodas that we have been discussing and we will continue to discuss will be have a will have that boost, will have that chizik. 
So this is just, again, things to keep in mind to keep things in perspective. Okay, so what, we've, what we started with really a little bit two weeks ago, but mostly last week, is that what we've, the, the mahal that we've been saying so far is that, okay, so Erev Rav is about life, and our vayda is to sort of bring out of ourselves and to, you know, bring ourselves into that, into that aspect of Vodas Hashem, which is called serving Hashem while being actually alive, while being alive, bringing chiyas into it. So, and we've, when we've also identified that within the midas, within the uh, personality traits and kaychas nefesh that the Rabbanu gave us, which is, you know, uh, symbolized by the chart on top of the page, the middle midas, the, one, the middle column, those are the midas that are more specifically connected to you know, to, ident- to being alive. The, other, the left and right are more about what you do with your life. What are you doing? But the middle ones is more about who you are and to really identify uh, life itself. So last week we talked about the first two, Kesser and Das. We talked about that and its relationship to Simcha, and to be with Simcha, to be fully invested in what you're doing, to truly want, to have a desire, to have a will, to, have, to, to use your choice properly, to be invested creating simcha, which is obviously related to Purim, simcha, Purim, and so on. We talked about how in Purim, the, the, the king of, per, of, 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 of Persia, of Achashverosh, didn't have all the power, didn't have true free will. So that's what we talked about last week. Okay, but now we're going to move on to the next midah of the middle columns, which is the midah of Tiferes. Okay, so listen, every single one of these midahs, especially the ones in the middle, are very broad and go many different ways. But I think for our context, what, what, tef- what does Teferis mean? So let me first, we'll try to identify what Teferis is. I'll describe how Teferis has been damaged throughout time by the air of Rav, and then maybe it would be, be nice if we could find also consummates to try to help fix it. So what is Teferis? Teferis is probably one of the more mysterious mitas of the middle column. Teferis Tiferes can be identified in the following way. I'll give you. I'll give you a way about how to how I you know how why I'm how I'm coming to this definition. In the Sarek Dashim, we find that all these all these words that are on the the chart. You know, again, Kesser, Chachma, Bina, Chesed, Gvur, Tiferes. All these different terms. We also have Shemes Akdashim, divine names that correlate to each one of these midas. So, for example, Chesed in divine name language is the name Kel. Chesed Kel Kol and so on and so forth. Every, every, every name has its own uh, particular midah, its own particular midah. Uh, Yisoyed is, is Shakai and v'chulu v'chulu. So what is the name of Tiferes? So the name that's associated with Tiferes is the most sublime, the most mysterious, the deepest name of all, a name that we don't even say, which is the Shem Havai. It's the name Yudgud Kivovke, the Shem Ha'etzem. The Shem Ha'etzem, the essential name of Hashem. Which means that the Mid of Teferis ultimately, in the context of the middle row, Midas, Teferis is going to be who you are, your actual identity. Who are you? Who are you? And that's why the name of Hashem that's associated with Teferis is Kivyachal. It's hard to say anything about who Hashem is, but of all the divine names that sort of are at least getting as close as possible to be able to, dis- to say who Hashem is, it's the name Yudkivavke. So Teferis means not what you're doing, not what you're doing, but to be able to truly identify and to be able to say succinctly and clearly, this is who I am. You see, again, that's why in a certain sense, if you, take, if you even see it, like Teferis is in the middle, right? It's the heart of all the middle midas, right? It's like the centerpiece of the middle column. 
the first two midas that we talked about last week of Kesser and Das, it's not really getting, you're not able to identify who you are yet. Kesser and Das is, this is what I want, and, I, and, I, and I've come to that decision and I'm bringing out of myself, that's what Kesser is, like a king, to have will and to have desire, to be able to say, I am choosing this, not because of any outside compulsion or outside influence, this is what I want to do. Das then says, okay, and because this is what I'm personally choosing, I'm therefore invested in this activity, I'm all in, that's Kesser and Das, and that breeds Simcha, like we talked about. But that's not. But but those are, are still, those are still outside of who you are. Like who are you though? Who is the one that's choosing that? That's a much more mysterious. It's a much more mysterious thing. And what we're going to see is that this ability, of of the human being really, and specifically the Jew, to be able to articulate even within themselves to really identify who they are. That I should have an identity. That's something that's very, very difficult, almost impossible, almost impossible, but we'll see. And it's reflected in the name of Yudkevavke, but we don't say the name Yudkevavke. We conceal it, we put clothing on it, Adnai, other things. But we don't say it, why? Because that's reflective of the fact that it's very hard to connect it to Ferris. But let's understand, in a certain sense, Teferis is the deepest, and it's the most, and, and it gets to the crux of what the middle column is really all about, because the definition of life, in a certain sense, one of the, great, the greatest marker of life is consciousness and, and, and identity, to really know who you are and to live accordingly. Like, where is Kesser and Das coming from? Who is the one that's willing? Who is the one that, that, that is, that is a, who am I? That, that's what Teferis really is. Now let's see, <clears throat> now the, the first part of the discussion for the next few minutes is going to be a super downer, okay? It's going to be really, really depressing, okay? It's going to be talking about how it's nearly impossible. It, or, or, what we're going to talk about for the next few minutes is how much Teferis is damaged and how much it's concealed, okay? So it's going to, hopeless, okay? And then <laughs> we'll, we'll find some hope. But we understand that, um, that this is very much connected to Purim, by the way. It's very connected to Purim. The whole eating of Purim a major theme in Purim is that Esther Esther does not reveal who she is. Esther does not reveal who she is. Even Esther, what's her name? I don't even know. Adasta, Esther, which one? I don't know. I'm not sure. Achashverosh doesn't know who she is. It's not even the relationship that we have between Esther and, Ach- and Esther and Mordechai are not clear. The whole uh, it's a very it's a very mysterious thing. There's a, there's a, there's a, there's, a, there's an uncertainty in identity when it comes to when it comes to Purim. And so that's something that's part of the Gezeir of Haman. Again, let's understand the larger context in a deeper sense. Purim, which is Haman and Amalek trying to bring the Jewish people to a place of death. Right? So, in, and on a spiritual level, what that means is dismantling the middle row. Right? So that means that the king is not going to have, there's, there's, going, to be a, a, there's, no, there's going to be a lack of keser, which means an inability to truly choose and do what you want. Which you see that with Achashverosh, that he's not able to do what he wants. He has to get permission and v'chulu v'chulu. Even the king doesn't have full control. There's a damage in Das in terms of being fully invested in what you're doing. <clears throat> As we see with the Jewish people falling asleep and going through the motions of Yiddishkeit at the time, going to the meal of Achashverosh and having Shabbos over there. What type of, if you're fully invested in Shabbos, you can't have Shabbos in the middle of Achashverosh's palace. But they're going through the motions. Solon is going through the motions. Even Mordechai is a little bit going through the motions, right? He's paraded in the streets of Shushan with the horse, right? The, the crown and so on. It's Mamish, the biggest covet that he could possibly ever get in his entire life. And then immediately he goes back to sackcloth, right? He, he just takes off the, the clothing of the king and he goes back to uh, being uh, in a state of Velas because of what's going on, which tells you that even when he was sitting on the horse, 
He wasn't really invested in that. It was a mile, because he's involved in tshuva the whole time. But you see, a, there's an inion of a lack of investment. There's a begam of keser, there's a begam of das, therefore there's no simcha, yershushan, nevoicha, there's a depression that sinks in until, until obviously Haman is defeated. And there's a begam in teferis, a lack of identity. Esther Amalka is not able to say who she is. At the time, obviously, she's doing that to save her life. But that's reflective of the entire matziv that's going on over there, is that the, the, every single middle column, every single one of the middle columns are being damaged. Kesar, Das, Teferis. Mm-hmm. Next week we'll see Yisrael and Malchus as well, but every single one of them. So where does, the, where does, this, where does this origin come from? Where, where's the, the beginning of our inability to truly identify who we are, to be able to say succinctly, this is who I am? So take a look at Maramok number one. We're going to learn some Rav Kook today. So Rav Kook in Maramok number one is in Ayras HaKadosh, Chela Gimel, page Kuf Yutes. Okay? This Rav Kook over here is not yet telling us the origin. We'll see that in a moment, but at least he's telling us what, the, what our issue is. He says like this, It's hard to translate, but he says, the, the true... Um, I can't even, what's the, I can't even translate. So if you ask me, the, the, true, the, the true color and the true picture of who a person is, uh, a picture of a person's true identity, the truth is that it, it's, it's really impossible for a person to truly know and to identify who they are. The name Yudkevavke, we don't say. So within yourself also, it's impossible to really say, this is who I am. I could talk about what I've done. I could have an identity based on my experiences in life and my memories, but all that is, that, 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 that's, that's, that's not, that's, that can't be who you are, because who you, who, so that means that you're constantly changing based on every experience that you have. There's a certain aspect of you that's developed through your memories and developed through your experiences in life, but all that is coming from a much deeper place. And what is that deeper place? It's very hard to know. Even within yourself, to know who you are. The and then certainly to know who someone else is. That's, that's mamish impossible. Lo yishol yachid. Not to know, it's impossible to know who another individual really is. The kavuchamr shalauma. And certainly to be able to identify what is the Jewish people. It's also nearly impossible. Which is again also part of, again we'll see this soon. That's also part of the v'nahapechu. The fact that we're unable to truly identify who we are. And all the more so other people. Then ultimately we're able to... Uh, that, that gives us an ability to, it's paradoxically, to love other people too, because mm-hmm. if, if who a person is is, is is purely what they're doing, then uh, it's very hard to love people, because with, for the most part, people do things that we don't like, right? And sometimes they do things that we do like, but for the most part, there's always blemishes. But once I could really, it's adloyada, once I could really absorb this truth that I don't know who the person is, as much as I don't know who I am, and why do I love myself? I don't love myself because of my experiences. I don't love myself because of the aspect of who I am that I can identify. I love myself because of the aspect of who I am that I cannot identify. That, that, that's, that's when a person has a lack of self-worth and self-esteem and a lack of uh, a love for oneself, very often it's coming from this, from this pagam in Teferis, as we'll see soon. It's... it's to be able to recognize that you have an identity that you don't, you don't even know of, and that's where your love for yourself should be coming from, and that's where your love for other Jews and for the Jewish people should be coming from as well. Again, we'll, we'll see all this soon. We're constantly circling the center of this knowledge, of the, to know who a person is. We're just, it's bechina, 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 bechina. Where it's aspects of, we're just circling the drain. 
Asukim anu b'hasharas u'be'umdenes. We're constantly involved in, 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 in Ashara and estimations and, and assumptions and lakavin al piyamaisim agluyim to determine based on things that we see in ourselves that we can see or, 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 or actions that we see in other people that are, that are on the surface. Shagam nestars brubimenu, which by the way, even, even, even our actions, we don't know half of them. You don't know everything that another person is doing. So even, even the part of a person that you can put your finger on and say, oh, that's what he's doing. You don't even know half the things that he's doing. And certainly the motivations that people have, right? Conscious or subconscious, we certainly don't know that either. So, but, but in any event, in order to try to identify who that guy is or yourself, the best we can do is, is use our actions and use our past experiences to come up with approximations and to come up with... Um, you know, with a hashara, with an estimation of who the person is. But it's very, very, uh, it's very, very underdeveloped. And based on these, uh, these, these factors, which are flawed from the very beginning, because first of all, they're external. You know, defining a, you know trying to define a person's essence based on what they've accomplished, based on, their, based on their outer persona, first of all, is flawed because it's the outer persona, not who they are. And even the outer persona, I don't know everything. I don't know everything about this person's life, and I certainly don't know his motivations. So even the outer persona is limited, and to use that to identify who the person is in his inner persona, it's nearly impossible. So we're using all these outer uh, identities, d- definitions, to define something which is bad, some impossible. Even even the nefesh lukis, uh, who the person is, who that person is, is impossible to know. We, don't, we can't know that. We can't know. Yeah. You could see the derivative. You could see. You could even the nefesh Bahamut, You could see the external Component. components of it, but not the essence. Therefore, we have to come up with a with a, you know, we have to come to the conclusion that our true knowledge of who we are and uh, and other people. It's hanging on nothing. It's just mamish hanging on nothing. Only God knows who we are. That, that's, that's the conclusion we have. Now, let's, now, this is obviously a description of, the da- of Teferis being damaged. Of Teferis being damaged. Because, again, Teferis means who you are. And the fact that we cannot know who we are means there's a pagam in Teferis. Now, we're, let, let's again go, go a little bit deeper into this darkness, where, where, does, where, does the, where does this come from? Where does this problem start? So there's another piece from Rav Kook, also in Aras HaKadosh, on page Kuf Mem. Okay, Rav Kook over here, it's a poem, but Rav Kook over here, I, I think, again, in, in, in my understanding, Rav Kook, I think, is pointing to four different uh, episodes in world history, not necessarily in chronological order, but four different experiences which which express different stages in the Pagam of Teferis, of moving from mamish knowing who you are to completely not even knowing that there's such a thing as an inner identity. Okay? And we're going to see how that, how that happens. And our Avaida, to fix this, is going to do the best we can to reverse, to reverse that process. So take a look. So he says like this, Chatanu amaviseinu, chet admirishim. We've all, we've all, we, we're all guilty of the sin of Adam and Chav and Gan Eden. That what? What was that sin? That Adam and Chav became alien, they became foreign to their own inner identity. So Rav Kook is identifying for us that the original chait of Adam and Chav 
ultimately was the beginning of being Pygim into Ferris. It was the beginning of being Pygim into Ferris. That's why, again, uh, it's related to Purim. Chazal say, Haman min Atarminayin. Where's Haman's origin? It's Amina Eitz. His origin is from the Eitz Adas. So the beginning comes from there. That what? Shepon Ladaite Shal Nachash. By Adam and Chava listening to an external voice, to the to the ideas and the you know and the idea the the, the voice of the Nachash, he therefore lost an understanding of who he was. When Hashem asks him after the sin, where are you? He doesn't able, he's not able to truly answer the question. He answers the question in terms of like his you know his locate like I'm hiding and behind the bush that here I'm right here. But Hashem is asking him Ayek like where are you? Hashem is asking in a deeper question of who, who are, where, where is your inner identity? And Adam can't answer that anymore. Because he no longer knew himself. Because his inner ani became lost to his consciousness. He was no longer able to truly be able to articulate who he is. So in other words, Rav Kook is identifying for us that the beginning of this Pagama Teferis starts with Adam and Chava. And the beginning of the Pagam is that before the sin of Adam and Chava, Adam and Chava were taka able to say Yud Kevavke out loud. They were able to identify who they were and who they were inside was something that they could mamish express and, 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 and say and articulate. This is who I am. The beginning of the Begam of Teferis, which goes back, you know, we're already way down the road, but the, the, the first original Pagam of Teferis didn't lose, it, they didn't lose their inner identity, but they were no longer able to identify and articulate what that identity is. They were, they were aware of it. It was still ultimately a major aspect of who they were and was the guiding light of who they were ultimately, but they lost the ability to articulate what that is. They couldn't answer Ayaka. They couldn't answer Ayaka. This is why, as we'll see, the, the, the beginning, the, the first response of Adam and Chava after the sin, the first thing they do is to put on clothing. Is to put on clothing. Clothing means a concealing of one's identity, right? I mean, others... We're talking about it on a much deeper level, but on a very physical level, your 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 naked body. That's you know that that's physically who you are. Putting on clothing is symbolic of no longer being able to express who you are. I know I have an identity. It's not like they're 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 not uh, they know they have a body, but they're hiding it. They're concealing it. That's the beginning of of of, of Teferis being damaged. That's stage one. So we're gonna we're gonna see he's gonna get to that. We're we're. You know, they, they started it, but Misa were, con- were continuing this problem, as you'll see. But that's stage one, fine. Now stage two. The Jewish people sinned by bowing to a foreign god. I mean, he's probably referring to the Chet Egel, but Avaydazar. We've, we've uh, gone after alien gods, right? Foreign gods. What does that mean? The next stage of, of Pagam, of damaging Teferis, is, no, is more than just I don't know how to articulate who I am. See, in the first stage when I don't know how to articulate who I am, but at least I can live a life that's in congruence with who I am. I might not be able to articulate who I am, but at least my life is following that path of my true Ani. I don't know what that is, I can't articulate it, but at least, at least I'm living a life that fits with what that Ani is. The, the sin of what he's describing now, the sin of the Jewish people falling into the Chet Egel and so on, that's more than just not being able to identify who you are. That's called living a life that's in disconnect with who you are. 
Obviously, it all goes back to the Adam, Adam and Chava by listening to the Nachash. It's all rooted in that experience. But this next stage of Pagam, of Teferis, where it's not just a lack of being able to articulate who I am, but now I'm actually living, I'm actually able and being pulled in directions which are the opposite of who I am. That, that's, that's, a, that's, that's the next stage in the Pagam. So he says, The Jewish people sinned by bowing to a foreign god. Zona achre leinecher. We, uh, we, 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 we were just, you know, strayed away to, uh, to a foreign god. We abandoned the inner identity. Not just to not know about it. Now it's a matter of, 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 of neglecting it, of neglecting it, of going the opposite direction. The Jewish people have forsaken what is truly good. That's the next stage. Third stage. Again, so until now, again, you, but there's still an identity there, and there's still an awareness of... Of, of your identity, but again, it's just a matter of, first of all, I don't know who it is, what, what that is exactly, and second of all, a willingness and, a, and, a, and actually a desire to move away from that identity. But now the third stage. Chata Haaretz, the earth sinned. He's referring to Chazal say, what Chazal said in the beginning, that uh, when Hashem made the trees, so the idea was eights pre isa pre, right? That the, the tree itself should taste of the fruit. But the Gemara says, Chazal say that the trees sinned, and when they came out, it's eight isipri. So only the fruit tastes delicious, but not the bark. Except for the esrog, the esrog is different, as we'll see. Chata haaretz, the earth sinned. Hechisha esatzmusa. Hechisha esatzmusa, it weakened its inner identity. But we'll see, let's just see the words, then I'll try to explain. Tzintzma eschela, the earth, the tree, constricted its strength. It's a fascinating thing. The, the tree focused its attention on accomplishments, on what it could accomplish, what it could accomplish, on tachlis, which sounds like a good thing, on magma, right, on, on, the, on the fruits. And it didn't allow all of its strength to be poured out. To allow the bark to taste of the fruit. It put its eyes towards something outside of itself. And to focus its attention on, 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 on happenstance, on what's going to be, but not, but not on the, the, the essence itself. What, what is Rav Cook trying to say? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But I, I think what Rav Cook is, is trying to say is that the next stage of Pagam, the next stage of Pagam is is a diminishing of, of the chashivas, of having an identity. See, again, until now, the, the, the ident- before Adam and Chava sinned, that, that, that was, that, not, not only did you have an identity, that was your purpose. Your purpose in life was to do maizim taivim, to do mitzvahs, to do good deeds, and to become a big tzaddik. For what? Not in order to... Have Olam Haba, or in order to whatever. Your, your Avaida was to bring out of yourself your Kaychis, to, to, to develop your Ani, to take your Ani, take your identity, which you are aware of, but it's in an underdeveloped state, and now to develop, to cultivate it. The entire Tachlis of life was to, was to be able to say after 120 that I have fully unpackaged who I am. That's the Tachlis. Not, and not only was, now the Pagam in the beginning said, now I, now I don't know who I am. And then it's a matter of 
being willing to abandon that identity, to go in opposite directions of that identity. And then the third pagam is, my entire focus of life is no longer oriented to develop that identity. Forget the fact that every once in a while I could, I could, I could, uh, I could serve a foreign god and I could do something that's, in, that's, that's, op, that's opposed to who I am. But the third pagam, which is much deeper, is that it, my essence is no longer the focus of my entire life. It's no longer the focus of what I'm here for. All of a sudden, the focus of my life is about certain accomplishments, external accomplishments. They might be amazing, they might be even spiritual, but ultimately, they're outside of the self. And this is what it means that the trees no, did not allow their kaychas to be expressed in terms of the bark tasting of the fruit. It's all about just the fruit being delicious. Which you see is already leading to what? It's already leading to a person... To a, person, to a person existing just in terms of how other people see them. It, it, it's completely outside of yourself. Again, this is the next stage of the Pagam, where my entire Avaida is not about uncovering my Nisham. I'll, I'll tell you something interesting. You know, in, in one of the Swarm of the Kisyari, it's called Sharagogulim, right? Sharagogulim. So in the Sharagogulim, it's interesting. All the other Swarm of the Kisyari, <clears throat> not all of them, because not, not all of them are broken down in this way, but let's say the Eitzchayim or pre Chaim, where it's broken down in Prokim. Right? You have some Svarim that are on Chumash, that's on the Parsha, but Svarim that are on, that are on Prokim, that are you know, in, not on Chumash, so it's broken down in Prokim, or you know, different terms like that. But what's interesting in, in Shargulim is that it's all Hakdama. Hakdama Aleph, Hakdama Beis, Hakdama Gimel, and they're kind of, they're, each one is a parak, you know, but they're all called Hakdamas. Why, 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 why is he calling it Hakdamas? So Rechamita writes in his beginning, he says, because the truth is the entire purpose of Panimi Satira is all, it's all Hakdamas in order to get to the, the main Tachlis, which is to be able to, to know who, what your Neshama is. To know who my Neshama is. How many times have we daven for that, by the way? That's a very deep tefillah to daven to Hashem. We daven, we, 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 we very often daven that we should have this, we should have this, we should have all the payers of the world, Skivaldic. But don't lose sight, there's a very deep tefillah, and especially on Purim, especially on Purim, in Purim time, to daven to Hashem, Rabbi Hashem, you should reveal to me who I am. You should know what your neshama is. What does that mean? I'm a big makobal to know what my Gilgal is? First of all, listen, on Purim you could ask for anything, right? So why not? Okay, but even if you're not comfortable with davening that Hashem should reveal to you in a dream what your previous life was, but to be able to, at least to say the words, Rabbi Hashem, I want to know who I am. That's not a selfish thing. Again, th- this is part of the, this is part of the the clip of the Erev Rav that the, the Erev Rav disguises what sometimes is the holiest thing in the world as 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 the opposite of holy. It's not selfish to daven to Hashem that I should know who I am. That that that's the deepest thing in the world to know who you are. What do I mean to know who I am? Not to know what other people think about me, and not to know who I am in terms of my accomplishments, but who am I? That's a very profound question, and 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 a person that that doesn't ask that question or is not bothered by that question, that, that's a very deep pagam into Ferris if you're not, if that's not something that's at least of interest to you, of who you are. Because again, the, and, the, and this, is the, this is the third pagam that's going on over here is that there's a lack of, of focus and there's a lack of like, of, of, of even desire to know, to know who, who you are. And so the trees produce, their focus is just the fruit. Their focus is not the tree itself. And that, that's, that, that's, that's not Pneumius. Pneumius Atayra should develop within a person a certain 
perspective of Yiddishkeit, where the Yiddishkeit, it's not, it's not selfish, it's not self-centered, but it's about the Rabbanu Shalom created me as this piece of himself, and my purpose ultimately is to manifest myself, is to unpackage who I am, to bring, to bring that aspect of godliness, that, that aspect of the Shechina, which is my identity, to unpackage it. This is why, you know, everyone, everyone has heard of like, you know, na, 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 ma, right? That, yeah. So fine. So the, 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 that idea, not, not the idea of saying that, but I'm saying that the concept of a name being broken down in such a way, it goes back to, 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 to the Zara Kaddish. There is such a concept of that, that uh, a tzaddik, that the purpose, that the goal of life is to be able to say that every single letter of your name is fully, fully expanded, fully developed, could stand on its own. Who you are is the, the letters of your name. Your purpose in life is to make sure that every single letter of your name is fully unpackaged. What does that look like? What does that mean? Well, again, it, it at least begins with, as we'll see soon, you know, coming, coming to Yiddishkeit with the objective of seeing everything as hakdamas, as introductions to oneself. Introductions to oneself. And this alienation of not just, I don't know who I am, but I, it doesn't matter who I am. It doesn't matter. All that matters is my productivity. That's the, that's the third pagam of Teferis. Manifest in the trees, just focused on producing fruit. And finally, finally, the fourth pagam, two lines before the end of Marmokka, number two, is Kitshuga Halavana, the moon, the moon, uh, the moon was uh, was makatring. The, the moon, right? Uh, you know, Hashem makes the moon and sun the same size, and the moon says to Rabbi Shalom, "Yesh You can't have two kings with one crown. So Rabbi Shalom says, "Okay, lechi umati go diminish yourself." What does that mean? Of the sieve of Primiusa, the final kit, the final pagam of Teferes is manifest in that story of the moon, in the fact that she loses. Siva Primusa, she loses her own orbit. Think about this: the sun, this the, you know, the, the sun is, is stationary on some level, the Pashtas, and the Earth and all the planets revolve around the sun. But all of a sudden, the moon is diminished, and we know that based on the basic rules of uh, of gravity and physics and so on, the smaller something is, the more it's being pulled in others' orbits. Right? The, the reason why the planets revolve around the sun is because the sun has so much mass. And it's so large and so dense that it pulls everything else around its orbit. The smaller something is, the more it's pulled in other people, in other objects' orbits, right? So the, small, the diminishing of the moon creates this phenomenon that it doesn't have its own orbit. It's revolving around the sun. It has an effect on the sun with the oceans and so on, the tides and so on, because but it, but it, but it, it has some mass, but it doesn't have its own orbit in that sense. It's revolving around, this, around the, the, the earth. What does that mean in Pneumius? What it means is, it lost its own orbit. The joy of having its own chalik. The final pagam of Teferis is not only do you not know who you are, not only are you willing to do things that are opposed to who you are, not only are you disinterested in truly having and under, under, uh, knowing who you are, the final pagam is I don't have an inner identity. And who I am is completely dependent on how other people perceive me. So it's, it, 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 we're, now, we're, now, we're now completely opposite of what Adam and Chava was before the sin. Adam and Chava before the sin was, it was completely their own identity. That everything was revolving around that. They, were, they had their own orbit. All of a sudden, the farthest extreme from that is the moon, which is what? It doesn't have its own orbit. 
It doesn't have its own identity. It's completely shallow and superficial. Its entire existence is superficial. It, it, it's, its self-worth, its pride, its identity is completely dependent on how other people perceive her. That's also related to Purim. Right? Esther, the word, the word, the name Esther in Aramaic, Astra is, is the moon, is the moon. And so Esther Malka, again, the Pagam, the damaging of Esther Malka, Chasrasham, is that she doesn't have her own identity. It's, she's uh, just part of the palace, you know, one of the one of the wives. One of the wives. And the, the Simcha of Purim is what? Is when Esther Malka is able to, to take the reins, you know, and she manipulates Achashverish. Instead of her being in his orbit, she's in her he's in her orbit. Yeah, so it's true. The, the, there's a little bit out of order in terms of chronological events, but it's all being rooted in the very beginning. In other words, the fact that the, the, the Kittrig Halavana took place even before Odom was created, right, means that already there's a seed being planted of the breakdown of Tetharis. How the breakdown then like, practically unfolds, it's throughout history. But from the very beginning, there was a seed being planted of Tetharis unraveling. Yeah. So the the moon, the moon that we obviously the moon does it doesn't have doesn't have a consciousness it's a rock, but but what the moon represents in terms of Elam and Malachim and so on that's that's what's being referred to and at a deeper level the, the, it doesn't even just mean a conversation it, it's it, this is how Chazal, the, the Mashon that Chazal use are making conversation between the moon and the Rabbanu Shalom but it means that there, that on the highest of levels the Rabbanu Shalom is creating the world with this inherent deficiency for Teferis to be damaged. Even before Gan Eden. Even before, listen, you know, in Gan Eden, the Nachash existed already, right? He wasn't invited to Gan Eden until Adam Chav invited, invited him in. But the, from the very beginning, the Rabbanu Shalom created the world in imperfect. And all, and, and, and all imperfections, and to, to the greatest degree possible, the humans of the world have their origin in the beginning of creation. So this experience of the, of the moon and the sun and so on, that's just, uh, that's just uh, a poetic way for Chazal to describe that from the very beginning of time, the seed was planted for Tiferes to be completely damaged, to the point of where, forget not knowing who you are, completely not, completely not even, not, not caring, and not, the whole idea of there being an Ani is completely foreign. And your entire identity is based on other people's perspectives and surroundings. So he says like this, The moon is dreaming about, about the covet that she would get from other people, right? Like, what does it bother you if the sun is also a king? It bothers you because when there's a parade made for the king, the parade is going to be split in two. There's going to be two banners instead of one. So it's like, uh, you know... Yeah, so, yeah, so that, that's about And the world continues going on like this, falling into, into more shadows and losing sight of who the person is and who the identity is. It's all, and, and this, like I said, in a certain sense, this is the core. This is Mamish, the core of, of the cleave of the Erevrat, the Begam, the Begam of this. And this leads to depression, obviously, and it leads to Begam Habris, and it leads to superficiality. I mean, yeah. Just everything is everything is coming from this begam of I, I don't have an identity to such a degree I'm not I don't know who I am to such and and to such a degree where I, I maybe I don't have an identity I I don't have an ani there is no ani so who am I I have to check on uh, on my social media page to see who I am because I don't know who I am but it's, it's all coming from this begam of Tiferes. 
Torah, because in all our Meshamas were Pairach, and that right. was the, we got to a level of Kaidim, Adamish and Kaidim Right, right. So that, 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 right, so that's Venahapechu, right? So Venahapechu ultimately is, is that when, when a person hits that place of absolute nothingness, of absolute nothing. See, see, when you're talking about the highest level in the Svarim, that a person can reach before they truly become, become the embodiment of godliness, is you have to get to a place that's called ayin, nothing. So what does ayin mean? So you look in the Svarim Akdashim, ayin is like, uh, ayin is mamish bittel, uh, complete his badlas, dveikas, there's no mamish... Uh, but there's, two, there's, but there's two ways to get to that place of ayin. Either you go all the way up and you get to a place of nothingness and then now that you're emptied out of all your, your false ani, right, or premature, pre, uh, pre-developed ani, now the true ani of who you are can be manifest within you. Or you can manifest it rock bottom, right? And that's really the secret of Purim, of anahapichu, that when the Jewish people hit that bottom rung of like, and, they, and something happens to trigger them to realize, like, this is who we are. Like, we've gotten to such a place, we've lost sight of who we are to such a degree that we're sitting by Achashverosh's meal. I'm like, this is, this is what's the, the, this is, you know, ultimately, the Ani is not lost. The Ani is there. So it's, it's covered over and covered over and concealed and concealed. But at some point, you hit, a, you hit such a place where it's like, I've, where, where, you're, where it becomes apparent to you that you're so superficial that, it's, that you're disgusted within yourself. And that's called coming to a place of I and also. And then a, a much deeper identity can be manifest through you. But, but, but it's an avoida. It's an avoida. That, that's the simcha of Firmus Adlo Yoda, is, is that the Jewish people, the Jewish people got to a, a very deep place of really knowing who they are by knowing how low they can go. That's also called, that's also called knowing in a certain sense. It's also called knowing. But okay, it, like I said, Tiferes is a very, very deep midah, and it's, uh, I'm having a hard time even figuring out how to go about the next few minutes doing this. But let, let, let's, let's try. Let's try. <clears throat> so, so what's the Eitzah? What's the Eitzah? How, do, how does one begin? So, so first of all, there, there's a few things. To start, because these, these damages took place, I, I, think, I think in a certain sense, the, the, one of the, once you identify what the issue is, so it's a little bit easy to, not easy, but it's, at least, it's, it's easier, at least you have a path to sort of work backwards. The, the Pagam of the Ereach, the Pagam of the Ereach, that final Pagam of like, there is no me, there is no me. And my, and it was me, there is no me. Everyone wants to have a sense of identity, but my identity is not coming from within, it's completely coming from without, it's coming from outside. So that's something that, that, that certainly can be worked on and needs to be worked on. And, and even the words that Rav Kook, ident- Kook mentioned in that, in that last uh, pagam of simchas chalka. To be mesemech b'chalkecha, to be happy with your portion. To be able to, to not care so... This is going to sound callous, but this is, part of, this is part of actually loving other people, loving yourself, not to care so much about other people. Not, not to, no, I don't care about them. But it's, it's important in a Vaidis Hashem, in a real pneumistic way, to begin to fix the Ferris is not to, be, not to be completely enmeshed in other people's lives and not to allow them to become enmeshed in your lives. In a certain sense, to wear a costume. To a certain degree, to wear a costume. And th- this is ultimately where we're going to see a big Eitzah to begin to fix the Ferris, ultimately to get ourselves back to that place of Bez Hashem, Adam and Chava, Kait Machet. 
is to is to is to wear costumes. Is to wear costumes, which obviously is related to Purim, right? Purim is all day of costumes. What do I mean to wear costumes? So first of all, let, 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 let me let me explain where I'm coming from. Take a look at Marmok number three. This is from a sefer called Shari Oira. Okay, Shari Oira is one of the Rishonim. It goes before that results. Written by Rabbi Yosef Jikatelia. One of the is around the same time as the Rajba that, that time period. So it's one of the classic uh, svarim of, uh, of Kabbalah from the Rishonim. And he, the, the way the sefer goes is that it goes through all the different midas that the chart has on top identifying the divine name that's related to it, and all the different code words in Chumash that are really talking about this Midah without saying it. Okay? So it's a fascinating Sefer. So take a look at Marmok number 3. This is from Sharhei, where he's talking about the Midah of Teferis. Tzarechat You have to know, Mahu Inyan Teferis. What's the Inyan of Teferis? And why is it called Teferis? It says, Kfar Zatich, I already told you, Kishem Havaya Baruch the name Yudke which again is the name that's associated with Teferis, Hu Gufi Ilan. That's the that's the that's the, the the that's the tree itself. That's the um, it's the body of the tree. and that's ultimately the ikr of all the divine names. And the Rebbeinu obviously then who the Rebbeinu is kviyachal is yudkevavke, and then the Rebbeinu does all sorts of amazing things with other divine names. So for example, he gives an example. When the Rebbeinu let's say judges the world, and the Rabbanu Shalom judges them and, 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 and acts towards the world as, it's, as, it's, uh, as it deserves. Who mislabesh malbush haroi laisipula. The Yudke Vavke, who the Rabbanu Shalom is, is now putting on clothing. So when the Rabbanu Shalom is bringing chesed to the world, it's really Yudke Vavke in the clothing of the name Kel. And when the Rabbanu Shalom is bringing din to the world, it's Yud Kevavke with the uh, clothing of another divine name, of, of uh, whatever the divine name might be. Elokim, right? Uh, all these different this. So it's the name Yud Kevavke, wearing clothing. This Indian of wearing clothing, of doing something with, with, two, with two thoughts at the same time. And this is the secret of clothing. What, what do clothing do? What is a costume? A costume or clothing does two things. Number one, it hides who you are. And at the same time, it also reveals something about you, right? So you see, uh, let's say there's a policeman walking down the street. So that obviously, obviously he's wearing clothing which covers his naked body. So he's hiding something. But it also tells me something about him. It tells me something that he went through a lot of training. Maybe it tells me something about his personality. It tells me a lot about, the, about who the person is. It does these two things at the same time. So the, the soy, the secret of wearing clothing is to be able to live a life with, number one, what I'm doing now is not who I am. It's not who I am. There's a part of who I am that's mis- more mysterious than this act. And number two, but this act is somehow a way of that mysterious identity of who I am for it to somehow express itself. And that's how a Jew has to go through life. You go through life. as something else than he is also. It could, that could also be. And that, 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 that sometimes, that, that could very be. And sometimes you have to put on that, that type of costume too. So if you find yourself in a place that that's not who you are, but you have to be there, so you mamish put on a costume. And you hide your inner identity. But let's say you're doing something that's positive. You're doing a mitzvah. So in, in, in the Tanya, for example, the Tzermak mitzvahs are also called levushim. They're called clothing for the neshama. Why are, why are mitzvahs called clothing? Because when you do a mitzvah, this is the nekuda. When you do a mitzvah, it has to be done with this mentality of 
This mitzvah is not an accomplishment. I like the tree which is focused on the fruit. This is a mitzvah that I'm doing in order to develop my inner identity, in order that who I am should be able to express itself. But I don't know who I am, and that's the point. I don't know who I am, but I need to allow who I, that mysterious ani inside of me to give it expression. When a Jew goes through life being involved in actions of this world, holy actions, and you're not getting, but, but, but you identify this action as clothing for yourself, then, what, then, then automatically, you're, 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 it's not tricking because it's the truth. You're, you're, you're making yourself aware of there being, oh, there's, 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 a, there's a person inside. There's a person inside. And what I'm doing now is clothing for that person. And automatically, that tells you two things. It tells you, without even thinking, it tells you, number one, this is not who I am. But number two, this is something that I'm doing to allow who I am to be expressed a little bit. And by doing that, that's called being masaking to Ferris. And so when you have conversations with everything you do, again, it's, it's a big undertaking, so that, uh, it's hard to do this 24-7, but every once in a while, the idea is to be conscious of the fact that what I'm doing, my conversations with people, the mitzvahs that I'm doing, uh, my, whatever the case may be, it's levushim. These are garments. These are clothing. On the one hand, which means that there's something in me that's bigger and deeper than this experience. But on the other hand, this experience hopefully is in congruence, is in line with that inner unknown identity and allowing that inner identity to give it a voice a little bit. So when you're doing a mitzvah, you're greater than the mitzvah. The neshama of a Jew is greater than the mitzvah. The, pur- the purpose of the Rabbanishim created Torah in order to give it to Yidin. So you're greater than the mitzvah, but the, the mitzvah has to then be seen as a lavush, where number one, the mitzvah is there to give context to your inner identity, to be a hakdama, to be an introduction to yourself. But again, not in a selfish way, because who you are is mysterious, who you are is divine. And so your responsibility is to unpackage that piece of divinity within yourself. And not to get lost in another person's divinity, not to get lost in another person's costume. It's all costumes. That, that, and sometimes, sometimes, like you mentioned, when you're you're in a place, you're in Achashvish's palace, and then you have to mamish wear a costume. And the costume over there says that this is not who I am, and what I'm doing is not a reflection of who I am. So it's all different. You can have there's there's two different types of levushim, right? In other words, there's all levushim share something in common, which is bringing to your mind that this is not who I am. That's number one. This is not who I am. Who I am is clearly much deeper and more mysterious than, than, than this piece of garment. But, but there's two types of garments. There are garments then which you can be proud of, like a police officer, that is expressing a certain aspect of who you are and trying to give a voice to that inner identity. Although that's not your identity, but it's, a, it's an expression a little bit, and that's when you're doing a good thing. That's when you're doing a mitzvah, when you're doing something proud of. It's kvaldic. So let it be number one, it's not who I am, but at least it should be a way to, it, it should be a hakdama to who I am, it should be an introduction to who I am. And then you have experiences like Esther Malk in the palace, which she, she's wearing a costume. Not only is this not who I am, I'm not going to allow this to even be an introduction to who I am. So I'm, I'm involved in something, like the Gemara says, you know, we're not, you can't do this, you know, the Gemara says, if a person's going to do an Aveira, go somewhere, go somewhere where no one knows you, wear, Yilba Shchayr, and wear black clothing, put on a black, uh, not a black hat, like, you know, uh, you know, wear exactly. uh, thing, and, and, and do the Aveira, right? Does that mean, does that mean? On a deeper level, it doesn't just mean, like, literally, it, it means that sometimes you find yourself in a, in a, in a place, 
put on a costume. That's not who you are. It's not who you are. And then you take the costume off and finish. Like the Pasuk even describes in Navi, that the, the Averis are described as dirty clothing. They need to be laundered. So you take it off, you go in the washing machine and finish. You yourself didn't become dirty because it wasn't, it wasn't a shidduch with who you are. It's a flip side of a mitzvah. But they both share one common ground, which is that's not who you are. Either way, it's not who you are. Either a mitzvah can be a levush, which is expressing who you are, or at least introducing a hakdama. And there's a million hakdamas, because ultimately, you know, it's hard to overcome that first pagam, you know, of Adam and Chava. So, like Rav Cook started with the first Maramakim, that we might not ever be able to identify in, in this world until Mashiach comes who you are. But at least to be able to fix the other, the other damages, right, which are already possible to fix, to be able to say, okay, but I don't know who I am, but at least my orientation, my entire, my entire life is going to be revolving around developing in a consciousness of Ani. And then the mitzvahs that I do are levushim for that, and the averis that I do are costumes for who I need, for, for, for who I am. And that's, again, like I said, that's what, that's what, that's a permit. The whole Indian of Purim is like this. The only of Purim is that you find yourself in Achavshir's palace, it's a costume. It's all a costume. We're all wearing costumes. Either costumes to, to completely hide ourselves or Levushim to give ourselves over. That's a, so let, let's just continue on. It's, it's getting late. Let's just finish, uh, finish the piece. Um, again, the third line in. All these clothing that Yud Kevavke wears when it when, when the Rabbanu Shalom does chesed or din and so on, nikrem teferis, that's called teferis. Halitir kasev, that's why we find the word teferis in association with clothing. Vasisa big dekavish ar nechich, the sixth parasha pekude, it's about the lushem, lekavid ulsefaris, lekavid ulsefaris. Uksiv, and it says in Pasuk, peer chachavish alecha, you should wear your peer. Ve'eloin tefillin, that's tefillin. So, and, and this is what he's hinting to, we're not going to have time for this right now, but within the mitzvahs that we have, tefillin, and tzitzis, which are literally levushim, they're called levushim, those are mitzvahs which are really, really strong in this kayach of what? Of developing that, this, this quality, this consciousness of, there's a me, I don't know who I am, but my, my purpose in life is ultimately on some level to figure out who I am, to give that, that I need expression, and everything I do is either going to be somehow bringing me closer to that inner awareness, or it's not bringing me close to that inner awareness, and it's not who I am at all. And so we make this nechitza, we make this divide between you and the rest of the world on some level, and that's what allows you to actually love other people. If there's a you, if there's an I, there could be a you, and then I could hug you and I can embrace you. But if I feel, if I don't have an I, and my, ident- my I is dependent on how you see me, then all of a sudden, I'm defensive. Everything is defensive. Everything is defensive, because... because God forbid you shouldn't like me, and God forbid you should say something that hurts me. I can't truly love you. you, you to love someone, you have to be able to put your guards down. You have to be able to, to be comfortable, to, to hear what the, person, what the person is saying, which means it's not just a matter of having thick skin. You have, you have to, if there is a you, then there could be a him. If there's no you, then, 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 there's no, then, then you're always fighting. There's always, uh, it doesn't work like that. It, it, you have to be happy with your portion, then you could be happy in other people's portion. That's portion. So let's just finish off. This is also what the Megillah ends with. What does the Megillah end with? So in the whole Megillah, Esther Malka is wearing a costume, a veil, a disguise, hiding herself. But how does Simcha's perm ultimately end with? What? That Mordechai, this is, this is the scene to capture what Simchas Purim is. That Mordechai leaves the palace, but Lavush Malchus, Techelis Vachur, Vatzvar Gomen, that he's wearing royal clothing. 
all of a sudden, why is that the image of Purim? The image of Purim should be like we're alive. I don't know, but Levushin. Because that, that, that's the point over here, is that everything was revolving around this. It's like now after Purim, we, could, we have this Avaid of Teferis. The Avaid of being able to, again, we can't go back to Adam and Chava before the sin anymore, but at least to begin to orient ourselves towards the self, to learn Sharak Damas, you know, and to, and to get to that place of being able to, ident- to, to do mitzvahs which are Levushim for who we are. Instead of having to wear costumes and hide who we are in the palace of Achashverosh, now we could actually be who we are, to be proud to be a Yid, and to express that, and to know that what we're doing is not who we are, but it's an expression of who we are. If you take a look at Maramukha number four, so just to end off with this, again, like I mentioned, tefillin and tzitzis are big, those are mitzvahs that embody this quality. Every mitzvah is levush, but these mitzvahs are levush, shebel levush. They're very much levush-oriented of being able to where Talas and Tefillin and the whole world can be able to identify you as a Yid and you're identified as a Yid. And the Goyen writes in his commentary to Miguel Sester, the whole Pasuk over there of Mordechai leaving the palace with all these Levushim is a reference to Talas and Tefillin. Levush Malcha says the Goyen is Talas Shal Mitzvah. That means the Talas. Tcheles, who Tcheles Shabbatzitzis. That means the Tcheles on Mitzitzis. Chur, who are love in Shabbatzitzis. That's the white strings. Atera Zav Gedayla, who Tfilin Shabbatzitzis. That's the Tfilin Shabbatzitzis. That's the, the Ritzuas of the Tefillin. And, that, and that, that's the vision of Simchas Purim, where Yid is able to come out of the palace of Achashverosh and being able to express, this is who I am. I'm wearing Talzin Tefillin. I'm a Yid. I'm proud of it. I'm not ashamed. I'm not embarrassed. Das is das. Why are Gomon is Yad and Dachas is that? That's you have to see in the Pirish about it. Each one, he gives Marakimis and things like that. But that's the, the site over here. So again, it's, and it's all related to Simchas Purim. You're not happy until you know, until you, you can be yourself. That, that's the way it is. You're not, you know, if you're copying and, and reflecting, then you're not happy. You just always, it's exhausting. It's exhausting to actually be yourself. That's, that's where Simcha, that's where Simcha Sechaim is found. And again, like you said from the beginning, this, the, the, the key of all this Avaida is patience, Messinas. It's not an overnight thing. And it's connecting ourselves to the tzaddikim, to the yichidi adaris, the pnimis hatara. And then an inner identity of Yiddishkeit helps us to have an inner identity of who we are. But it comes with doing mitzvahs in a v'chin of lavosh. Okay, we should be zaychet to experience mechiyas ha-molek, b'yameinu, b'yaskol tzaddik, m'hir v'yameinu, amen. Amen.